The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. In the Panovitchi Yeshiva, there was a boy, a Bachar, who was missing. It's scary when someone is missing in Eretz Yisrael. Who knows what happened? Was he abducted by Arabs? Did he get lost? Did he fall somewhere? It's, it's very, very precarious. The whole yeshiva was in a tumult. Where is the Bachar? I heard this from a Bachar who was there in Panovich when this happened. He says we could not learn for three days. Why? We're all tumulting. What's happening? Where is he? Why? What can we do? Should we search? On the third day, Rav Shach, Zechat Tzadik Levracha walks into the Beis Medrash. He looks very tired, very fatigued, and very weak. And the Bacha walks over to the Rosh Hashim and says, Rabbi, what's the matter? Why do you look so tired? He says, I can't learn. He says, why not? He says, I've been fasting for three days. For this Bacha, because we don't know where he is. So the boys in the yeshiva couldn't learn, because they're busy figuring out where he is. But the God of Hadar, the Rosh Hashiva, he has a tainus for three days. That's Imo Anoichi Betzara. That's how we share in someone else's pain. But I know what you're going to tell me. I'm not Roshach. I'm not the God of Hadar. So what should I do? I'll share with you what we can do. Last week, many of you may have known of Kalman Krohn. He was Nifter. He was learning in Besmedrish Kuvaya. I didn't know him. But since he was Nifter, I heard magnificent stories of a poshid, a simple man. And let me share with you this story. He had a daughter. She got married. And for two and a half years, she did not have children. But it wasn't just that she didn't have children. She experienced a tremendous amount of pain in having and trying to have children. Could you imagine a father looking at his daughter, seeing her like this? He said to her, I am a Kabel, a thousand Tanesim, so that you should have a child. And I'm not spreading it over 18 years. I'm going to do them now, right now. I am starting right now. And he did. He got to 300. 300 Tanesim. He came back to his daughter. He says, I can't do it. I'm just too weak. I can't think. I can't learn. My whole life has changed. I have to stop. She ended up having a child. She had a child. She had a grandchild on the day that Kalman Krohn was Nifter. A grandson on that day. So here we see again. Yes, he's a father and every father feels the pain of their child. But what do we do about it? We just say we're in pain? There's a little bit of pain? Or we do something lemaisa? Another story about Kalman Krohn. He called up the Israeli government. He says, I want a list of every soldier that died since 1967. And they gave it to him. 
They gave him every single soldier's name. Why did he want it? On their yard site, he paid someone to say Kaddish and recite Mishnayis. Because who else is? Who's saying Kaddish? Who's saying Mishnayis? He made sure someone did. And he did this from 1967 till the day he died. That's Imo Nechivetzar. Who's thinking like that? Who has a heart like that? This was a simple man who lived in Lakewood. He wasn't Rav Shach. He wasn't the God of Ladar. Now we all know the story of Entebbe. Story of Entebbe. Plane was hijacked from Eretz Yisrael to New York. Who was on that plane? We all know. Rav Hutner. And many others. And Baruch Hashem, they were released. And everybody knew that this plane was coming back with most of the people that were taken into custody. And the great Rosh Hashiva of Chaim Berlin, Rav Hutner. There was a huge celebration upon his arrival. They went to Kennedy Airport. They had a band. There were thousands of people from New York to come and welcome the great Rosh Hashiva, Rav Hutner, that the great Askadim, the great Rosh Hashivas, and even Rav Moshe Feinstein came to greet Rav Hutner. Rav Moshe Feinstein walks into the airport. He sees the band. He hears the music. He walks over to the band and he says, Stop. You know why Rav Moshe said stop? He told the band, How could you play music? Not everybody's back. There are some families that have dear ones that are still in hostage. And they don't know whether they're going to come home alive or dead. They're suffering. They're in pain. What right do we have to sing and dance with a band? And that's why Ramesha Feinstein made them stop. That's Imo Naichibitsara. That's why Ramesha Feinstein was the great one. He was the God of Hadar. Because he knew what it meant to feel the pain and the thought. How could we dance when others are still not free? Varun Leib, after he finished his meal on Friday nights, his grandchildren would come over and they would sing Zemiris. Varun Leib, by the way, had a beautiful voice. He used to daven for the Yamid on the Yamid Narayim when he was younger. He would enjoy when his grandchildren came and they would sing Zemiris Friday night. One Friday night, he abruptly told his grandchildren, no more. Please do not come anymore on Friday nights to sing. His grandchild went over to him and says, Zaidi, what's wrong? She says, our upstairs neighbor just became a widow. Her husband died. When she hears us singing downstairs, it causes her pain. Because no one is there to sing for her anymore. Her husband sang every Friday night. When she hears the beautiful nagunim and the beautiful voices, how do you think she feels? Therefore, can't come anymore Friday night. Could you imagine? That sensitivity for an almana, for a widow. In the end, the grandchildren says, Zaidi, if her grandchildren come and sing, 
can we come back? And he said, yes. If you know 100% that the grandchildren are there Friday night, then you could come back. And that's what happened. To achieve the level of feeling the pain and being nice is by being humble. Demonstrating humility. When it's not all about me and I could think of others, then I could share in their pain. May we be zaycha that Klai Yisrael no longer feels pain with the coming of Mashiach. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.